We begin today the Gemara on Daf Samach Vavam at Beis, the last line. We begin the 10th Patek of Masech Nedarim. This Patek and the following Patek are going to both talk about a new theme regarding Nedarim. And those are the halachas of the father or a husband being able to be mefer, to be able to uh, annul the nether that either his daughter or the wife made. There's many, many details in these halachas. <coughs> Generally speaking, the halacha is, and this is clearly in the Psukim and Parshish Matais, the father is able to nullify the nedarim that his daughter makes when she's in the age of a naira or when she's in the age of a katana, not which is up until 12 and a half. 12 and a half, she's a begettist. At that point, she's independent. He can't tamper with her nedarim. And if a husband is the one that's able to be made for, he's able to nullify his wife's nedarim. That's the general rule. But this begettist is from the age of 12 and a half and older. Correct. This Mishnah, though, is going to speak about the in-between stage, which is a Naira HaMairasa. A Naira HaMairasa is a, a, a girl that's in the age of Naira, that's 12. 12 when the Mishnah says Naira, it means 12 or younger. And she's Ma'irasa, first stage of marriage. Right? There's Kedushin, or Eresin, which is when you give the ring, that's the first stage of marriage. And then the second stage of marriage is Nisuin. When he moves in, then they live together, that's the full marriage. In this in-between stage of Ma'irasa, who's the one that could nullify the nether? The father or the husband? That's the halacha what this Mishnah begins with. Zaktayilige Mishnah. Naira ha-Ma'irasa, the Naira that's Ma'irasa, the first stage of marriage. So then, Aviyah u-Baila mefirin In order to nullify the nether, it has to be both the father and the husband, together they will nullify her nether. The Mishnah then says, If the father nullified the nether and the husband did not, or hefer abal v'loy hefer av, or the father, or the, or the husband that is nullified the nether or revoked the nether. That's how they translate over here the word hefer. Revoked the nether v'loy hefer av, and the father did not revoke the nether. Ain't a muffer. So the nether is not nullified. You have to have both together. Vein sarach leimar. Needless to say, shekayim echad mehen. If one of them. Whether the father or the husband clearly went and was Makai in the nether, he confirmed the nether, he validated the nether, he says, I accept my wife's nether. So then for sure, or the father said, I accept my daughter's nether. So then for sure, this nether will not be nullified. It has to be dafke both together. Okay, this Mishnah seems to be a little bit redundant. It says the, the, the halacha right in the beginning, and then it says again, so the Gemara will discuss this right here. The second din that the Mishnah says that if the father nullified without the husband, the husband nullified without the father, isn't this the same thing that it says in the Reisha when it says that both together have to nullify the nether? That they both together should nullify the nether. Answers the Gemara. No, the Mishnah has to clarify this because I would have thought. When it says, many times in the Lashon of a Mishnah, when it says the Vav, the Vav doesn't mean and, the Vav can mean also or. So if it would just say, you would think maybe it's saying that either the father or the husband could nullify the nether. So therefore, Kamash the Mishnah has to clarify and say that if the father without the husband, the husband without the father, <coughs> it does not revoke the nether. That's why the Mishnah is clarifying this. The Ran adds to the Gemara, so the obvious question, why doesn't the mission just clearly say the expression Shneyan? Instead of saying Avia Ubaila, which could mean both together, or could also mean either or, let the mission just clearly say Shneyan, that they both together have to do it. So the Ran says, well, based on the continuation of the Gemara, we'll see that even if we would say Shneyan, 
it still wouldn't be so poshut. Because when you say that the father and the husband <coughs> together nullify the neder, the question is, who's the ikr? When you combine two to, to nullify the neder, who's really the primary one that we use to nullify the neder? You could say maybe that it's the father, you could say maybe that it's the husband. Mm-hmm. And even if we would say shneyem, maybe you would think to say that if the primary one that has to be mevatel the neder did it, he could still do it alone. Shneyem means if the secondary one was mevatel the neder, he is going to have to have the support of the primary one to be mevatel. So, so shneyem wouldn't necessarily mean that you always need both. Only if the one that's not as strong, that's less powerful to be mevatel the neder, then you need the support of the second one. So even that lashon would also not clarify the din. The Mishnah has to spell out one without the other. Either way is not going to work. I think what it goes to the next part of the Mishnah. It says, needless to say, If one of them confirmed the neder clearly, then the hafara of one is not going to be good. So this Gemara asks as well, Why does the Mishnah have to say this? It's obvious and it's actually a Kavachaymer. You can say, as the Mishnah said, If one revoked the nether without the other, so that's, that's, that's nothing. You have to have both together. If so, Why does the Mishnah have to teach me in a case where one of them went ahead and confirmed the nether that the hafara of one of them doesn't work? Or you read this together. If, if you go to these next two words, you read this together. Why does the Mishnah have to say this yet again? The Bach takes out these two words. It looks like extra words here. So the Gemara answer is no. This case is actually teaching me a new Chiddush. When do I need When do I need this new halacha here? In a case of what happened over here is as follows. One of them, whether the father or the husband, did go and revoke the nether. V'kayim echot. And now the other one went and was mekayim the nether. He said, no, I, uh, I accept the nether. I confirm this nether. Then what happened is, v'chazer mekayim, the one that was mekayim the nether, changed his mind. V'nishal ala kamosai. He requested a hetter for this that he confirmed the nether. Just like we learned before in the whole Masechta, when he get uh, any nether, that you're able to request a hetter from a chacham for a neder, it's the same thing regarding this. When you're making, when, or when you're mekayim, that is. When a husband or a father is mekayim, the neder of his daughter or wife, you're able to request a hetter for that akam. For this, you confirm the neder. So he was mekayim, the neder. So once he was mekayim, so he can't nullify the neder anymore. But now he got a hetter for his akam. Eh? So now he wants to combine to the other that was made for the nether. He also is going to be, uh, nullify the nether. So Mao the tamer. So I would think to say, my doy ki this that he confirmed the nether. He uprooted that. And when you uproot this, you uproot it retroactively. That's the kayak of uprooting any nether. And over here as well, when he uprooted this hakama, this that he confirmed the nether. So therefore you would think, so now he could combine to the hafada of the other. So for example, the father was made for the nether. Then the husband was Mekai in the nether. And the husband then uprooted his Akama. And now the husband wants to combine to the father's Hafara. This should be the Hafara of both together to be made for this uh, woman's nether. Kamash Malan, that's what the Mishnah is saying. This that we combine the father and the husband's Hafara to be made for the nether, it has to be Bevasachas. What does Bevasachas mean? 
Usually bevasachas means literally together at the same time, but that's not what it means over here. It doesn't have to be mamish at the same time, but what it means is there can't be anything that's going to be an a, a interruption between the father of one, the father of the father, let's say, and the father of the husband, that in between there's a hakama that makes it impossible for the husband to be mefer. If there's something that is blocking in between the father of the father and the father of the husband, so then these two afadas can't combine. One without the other is not a zero. In other words, the way to understand this is, when you learn the Mishnah of the Pashtas, it says that the father and the husband are made for the nether. What would you think? What does that mean? The father is 50% and the husband is 50%. So you have both together. You have 100% the nullification of the nether. What the Gemara is basically saying is, it's not 50% and 50%. The father's hafada itself is zero. The husband's hafada itself is zero. When you have both of them together, that is what creates the whole hafada. So when you have something in between that's separating one hafada from the other, they don't combine. Mm. So it remains zero and zero. Un- un- right? un- un- yeah, exactly. So therefore it has to be uninterrupted. And that's what the Mishnah means when it says, that he was mekayim, and then he changed his mind, and now he wants his hafada to combine. It can't combine anymore. But the Rana clarifies and says, so if so, the Mishnah wouldn't have to say the words ve'ein sadach loyma. According to this, the Gemara here is explaining the Mishnah saying a huge chiddush. How this hafara works? It must be together. Why does the Mishnah use the term ve'ein sadach loyma? So the Ran says in the simple pshat of the words ve'ein sadach loyma shekayim echad man that the, the Mishnah is using these words ve'ein sadach loyma and simply that means that if one confirmed, so then the hafara of the other itself is worthless, and you understand that that can't be the chiddush. Because that's takavayin sarach loyma, and this itself will lead you to the pshat of the Gemara. So the, the Mishnah Taka uses this lashon, and it leads you to this pshat of the Gemara that says that, that even if they're both being mefer, but as long as you had an interruption in between the hakama of one of them, it won't work. There's another point just to mention Bekitzer, the Rana has a big arichas over here regarding this Indian, because when it says here in the Gemara that one of them went and was Mekayim the Neder, and then he uprooted that Kiyim, he was Shoyal, he was Matadara Koma. Usually when you uproot a, a Neder that you make, and in this case he uprooted the Hakoma, that uproots it retroactively. And therefore, it should be, you should be able to combine the Hafar of the father and the Hafar of the husband, even if there was, you confirmed the Neder in between, and there was that interruption in between, but you uprooted it. And when a chacham uproots a nether, it uproots it retroactively. The Ram brings you the Gemara that says, if, you make, if, if you're Makadash Isha and you make a condition, that the condition is only if you have no nedarim. It turns out she does have nedarim. And then she's matter the nether. The hatar of the nether goes lomafreya. And the marriage is a good marriage. So over here, why don't I say that this hakama is also uprooted lomafreya? <coughs> So the Ran answers over here, it does not work. Because the point is, like I said before, the hafara of the father alone is zero. And the hafara of the husband alone is also zero. If at the time when the, when the father's hafara was there alone, there was an interruption that made it impossible for the husband to be made for, that interruption makes the father's hafara zero. And you cannot combine it to the hafara of the husband. When it comes to the example of Kedushin that the Ran says, over there the Kedushin is a real Maisa Kedushin. It's dependent on a nether. It's not going to take effect until that nether is going to be removed. So you remove it. Once you remove it, then the condition takes effect. But over here, the Gemara is saying that the father of the father and the father of the husband are, are zero. That you can't have anything, any interruption in between. Even if you can have a father's nether and late, it's not going to help. That's the Taichan of what the Gemara is saying here. Okay, now the Gemara is going to bring the source of this entire halacha and the psukim. 
said in the Mishnah of Naira Meirasa, going back to the first halacha, the Mishnah says that you have the Naira Meirasa, via Ubaila, the husband, the father and the husband, both will revoke the nether. Minalon, what's the source of this? Where do we see that it's the, both the father and the husband together? So Omar Rabbe, Rabbe says, or others are going to it's from the Pasik, Omar the Pasik says, Vimhoya ish. What's if she goes and gets married? Unudara, Allah, she has a nether. This Pasik and over there, in the continuation of that Pasik, it says that the, the husband is the one that's made for the nether. That's the simple shot of the Pasik. Uh, from here, Mikan, we learn out from this, this is the source, this Pasuk is talking about the woman that got married in the first stage of marriage. So, that the father and the husband together will nullify the nether. How do you see it in this Pasuk? In the simple shot of the Pasuk, it actually only mentions about the husband nullifying the nether. So the Ran says, you see it because it says, so the Gemara understands right now that you have to darshan, devolve, of vi'im, adding to what it said before. What's the first thing it speaks about in Parshas Matas when it talks about Nadaram? First thing it speaks about is a father having the ability to nullify his daughter's nether. His daughter when she's a naira. That's the first halacha. Then the pasuk continues. Vi'im ish, now the husband could nullify. So the way we understand this is because it says above, which is adding to what it said before, it's not Mustavra to say that when she's married, only in the stage of Edison. Don't forget, what does Edison mean? She's still living in her father's house. She's not even living with her husband at all. She's still living by her father. So you might understand, it doesn't make sense to say, logically, that the father loses his complete rights over his daughter's behavior and he can't be made with the nether. So therefore we understand that in addition to the father being able to nullify the nether, now the husband will also have to be made for the nether. That's the source. But the Gemara will go through a long discussion here to explain, to narrow this down, that this is Taka the Pshat and the Pasik here. Frek the Gemara, the first question here is, but maybe I could say, when it says, if she got married, maybe it means full marriage. And saying that when there's a full marriage, then maybe the Pasik is saying that only the husband could be made for the nether. In other words, according to this question of the Gemara, we're not going to darshan the vi'im that it's evolved, that's connected to before. It's not, not, when the Torah writes above, not always do you darshan it that way. And over here, we're going to say that the Pasuk is talking about a new marriage, a full marriage, and the husband is the one that's made for alone. It's not talking about Edison, that middle stage when she's still living in the father's house. Says the Gemara, no, it can't be talking about that, because later in the parsha it talks about the Nisua separately. If this Pasuk would be speaking about when she's fully married and she's living in her husband's house, for that there's another Pasuk later. The Pasha says, If in the house of her husband she made the nether, and there the husband is the one that nullifies the nether alone. So that halacha, when she's fully married, says separately. So this Pasuk has to be speaking about the Naira HaMairasa, like we darshan before, that it's the husband together with the father that nullify the nether. But also says where, where does it say it? Ve. By the Isha. Ve'im the daughter or by... Yeah. Again, the Vav, the Vav that you... Not always the Yudashin of Vav in the Torah. The Torah always writes Ve, Ve. Not always the Yudashin Vav as being massive to what it said yeah, before. That's my question. Yeah, so over here you don't Dashin. When it says Ve'im Ha'yisiyah, you don't Dashin. It's not connected to before. And when it says Ve'im Beisisha the daughter, you do not... It's not connected to before. Okay, first Ve'im, we do connect. No, we do not. No, in the first huh? one, in the first one it says. Oh, no, the of the Gemara. Now, in the answer of the Gemara, when it says Yes, we do connect it to before. Correct, because it's an extra pasuk. 
the only the only reason we connected to before usually when it says avon we don't automatically connect it to before but if it's an extra pasik so then it's teaching me something different so we have to say that we connected to before this that a husband could be made for the nether of his wife that says nepasik vim why does it say again before vim extra pasik that we say oh there it's coming to talk about half marriage when she's still living in her father's house and therefore we do darshan that vav to say <laughs> that the husband and the father together will be made for the nether but the Gemara asks on this answer itself and says, wait a minute, this Pasik Vim Beisishinadara is not necessarily an extra Pasik. Why can't I say both of these Psukim are speaking about when she's fully married, living with her husband? You'll ask me, why do I need two Psukim to say that the husband nullifies the nether of his wife when she's fully married to him? That is, why do I say both of them? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you. It's coming to say that the husband cannot nullify any of the nedarim that his wife made before marriage. In this postic it says, which means when she was already living with her husband, then she made the nether. So it's coming to clarify another detail regarding how far the rights of the husband goes to nullify the wife's nether. So the first postage is saying that the husband can nullify his wife's nether when he's fully married. The second postage is adding, and that only applies to those nedarim that she made after she got married to him. So there's no extra pasike. So the Gemara gives two answers to this question. One answer, the Gemara says, But don't I automatically understand from the second pasik? Can't I say that the second pasik teaches me everything? Teaches me both? Teaches me the fact that a husband could nullify his wife's nadana when he's fully married to her. And it also teaches me the detail that he could only nullify those nadarim that she made in his house, because that's the meaning of the words, base isha nadarim. She made the nadarim when she's in the father's house. So the previous pasik where it says, v'im ish, is still an extra pasik. It's one answer. And therefore we say that that pasik goes on when she's in Edison, half marriage, and then the, it, it, the devov, together with the father, can be made for the nadarim. Another answer the Gemara says, v'yibayiseimah. In the first Pasuk when it says, How do we know that it means only Edison? Because that's the meaning of Havaya, The word Havaya in the Lashon of Teireh means the first stage of marriage. When she becomes connected, when she becomes an Eishis Ish to her husband, even when she's still living in the father's house. That's what the word Havaya in the Teireh means. And therefore, we know that the father and the husband could be made for the nether together. Okay, but the Gemara is still not done. The Gemara now presses further and asks, so we know that it's an extra Pasuk, but maybe I should say that when the Torah writes from what is it telling me? Maybe the father, what the Pasuk is saying is that the father himself could nullify the nether even after the Kedushin, even after the first stage of marriage. Now, this, this question of the Gemara, the Gemara doesn't spell out. It's very hard to understand what the question of the Gemara is. If you look into the Pasuk, the Pasuk there continues and clearly says that after what happens? The husband is the one that now could be made for Nadar. That's what the Torah clearly says. So how can the Gemara ask that, the, that maybe we should say that the father alone could be made for the Nadar? So the Ran explains two points. First of all, he says, the reason the Gemara is asking this question is misvara. The Gemara is now asking, logically, it makes sense to say that after the first stage of marriage, who should be the one that has control over this girl's nedarim? The father, not the husband. She's living in the father's house. 
So her behavior is, who's the one that's still educating her, disciplining her? The father. Mm-hmm. So logically, it makes sense that the father should be the ones having the right to be made for the nether, not the husband that lives somewhere else. That's what the Gemara is asking this question. That's number one. Number two, the, the Quran explains, I in the Pasuk clearly says that after the first stage of marriage, even the first stage of marriage, the husband could be made for the nether. Maybe when it says in the Pasuk, the husband could be made for the nether, it's not saying that the husband could be made for the nether alone. The, the husband's afara alone is worthless. It has to be with the afara of the father. And the father's afara is the main thing. And the father really could be made for the nether himself. Mm-hmm. Aye, what's the kayak of the husband? The husband could block the afara of the father. That's all the title means to say. How could he block the afara of the father? What if the husband decides to confirm it? The husband shows up and says, I agree to my wife's nadarim. That will block the father of being Mavatal Dinah. That's all the Torah means to say. But really, who's the only one that can be made for the nether alone? Just the father. Maybe because it says Vi'im, it's a continuation from before, that the father is the one that has control over his daughter, and maybe that applies here as well. That is the Pshat and the Gemara's question. So the Gemara answers, no, that can't be. Because in Cain, if you're going to say that even after a person's daughter is married, the first stage of marriage, the father could still be made for the nether totally alone. So if so, going back to the first part, where the Torah speaks about a father being made for his daughter's nadar, I think it says there in the Pasuk, the fact that it says, that a daughter in the father's house, the father could be made for her nadar. Why does the Torah have to write that? You're coming and saying that we could say, that the Torah is telling me, even after she's already married, the first stage of marriage, and she has a husband in her life, the Torah is saying that even there the father could nullify the nether alone. Do I need the Torah to tell me that when she's still living in her father's house completely, and there's no Edison at all, that the father could be made for the nether? So the, what the Gemara is saying is, the first halakha that the Torah says in Parshish Matlis, that a father could be made for his daughter's nadarim when she lives in his house, is unnecessary. Just tell me that a father could be made for the daughter's nadarim alone, even after Edison, and it's self-understood that if she's living in the father's house, even before Edison, that he could be made for the nadarim alone. So it must be that something changes. When she enters into Edison, and now there's a husband here, that you have to do it together, the husband and the father. But now the Gemara actually asks a complete reverse question. But if so, you're telling me that something, it has to be that something changes here, that the Torah is coming to say that after Edison, it's not the father alone, it's the father and the husband. But maybe I should actually say, that maybe the Torah here is coming to say that the father cannot be made for the nether. The Av has to have the Oris to be made for the nether. And not only that, the Oris and that the artist, the husband, he could be made for the nether alone. Maybe that's what the Torah is coming to say. What are you going to do with the fact that we already proved before that it says the Vav and therefore it's a continuation to before and therefore even the father also has some power in the nether that his daughter made. Why is it, what does the Torah mean to say by that? If you're telling me that the Torah is saying that only the husband is the one that can be made for the nether after Edison. What it means is, the Iheikim Heikim, that if the father decides to confirm the nether, he can block the husband of being made for the nether. Similar to what the Gemara said before, but the exact reverse. Why don't we say that if you look in the simple shot of what it says in the Torah, even though logically, before the Gemara is asking Miswara, Miswara it's actually the opposite. Miswara it makes sense that after the first stage of marriage, when the girl still lives in the father's house, that it's the father that should be the one that should be made for the nether. 
But we refuted that. So now the Gemara is asking, look in the simple Pshat of the Pesukim. In the simple Pshat of the Pesukim, it seems like the Torah is coming to say that after Edison, who's the one that's Mayfair? The husband. I we prove that the father is involved as well, because it says Ve'im. The father's involvement is only the fact that he can block the husband of being Mayfair the Nether if he decides to confirm it. Maybe that's the Pshat. So the Gemara answer is a similar answer to what it said before. You can't say that the, fa- that the husband even after the first stage of marriage, could be Mayfair the nether alone. Why not? Because if in Cain, if that's the case, the Torah then talks about when, the, when the, she's fully married, and it says that then the husband is Mayfair the nether alone. Why does the Torah have to say that when she's fully married, the husband could be Mayfair the nether alone? Kavachaymer! It's self-understood then, it's a Kavachaymer. If in the case of the Edison, when there's still a father here, because she's still living in the father's house. Nevertheless, the husband could be made for the daughter alone. If she's fully married and there's no father involved here at all, needless to say that the husband could be made for the daughter alone. Why does it have to? Why does it have to mention the father could be? That, sorry, that the husband could be made for the daughter alone after full marriage. Okay, so but on this, the Gemara asks, maybe this. So, so the point the Gemara is answering here is that we have an extra pasuk. So the fact that it's saying that when the husband is fully married, that he can be made for the nether alone, that shows that when it's in the first stage of marriage, it must be different. Over there, it's the <coughs> husband and the father together. But the Gemara says, no, but maybe that extra pasuk, similar to what the Gemara said before, the Gemara asks, Amen, maybe I should say, in this pasuk that seems to be extra, if we're going to say that after the first stage of marriage, only the husband could be made for the nether. So when it says that they're fully married, that the husband could be made for the nether. So that's extra. So Loimar, maybe that comes to say, She'ein habal for bekoidman, that that extra pasuk is only being written there to say that the husband does not have the right to be made for the nedarim that were made before the marriage. He could only be made for the nedarim after marriage. So maybe both of these psukim are coming to teach me that only the husband could be made for the marriage. But what is it saying? The fact that a husband could be made for the nedarim after they're fully married, that only applies to the nedarim that she made now after the full marriage. So the Gemara answers, no, but, but this itself will prove the point that after the first stage of marriage, the husband could do it together, only together with the father. Why? Because Uminei, or others over here, Gaitis in the Gemara. Uh, no, no. Okay, let's, let's read the Gemara the way we have it over here. But Uminei, from this itself, you're going to understand, Oros Mefir Bekaidman. That only the husband, when he's nullifying his wife's Nadarim after full marriage, so then he could only be made for those Nadarim that she made now, after the full marriage. But when the husband could be made for the Nadarim after Edison, the first stage of marriage, over there, he could be made for Nadarim that she made even before the marriage. Why is that? Why, why is it different? Why should it, if you're saying that in both cases, the husband could be made for the Nadar alone, whether after full marriage or after half marriage. Why over here, why after full marriage could he only be made for those nadarim that she made after the marriage? And after the first stage of marriage, she could be made for the nadarim that she made before. The only way to explain it is, El alav mishum The only way to explain it is, is because when the, when, the, when the husband that is, is being made for the nadarim after full marriage, he's doing it alone. If he's doing it alone, his power over his wife is only as far as the marriage goes. 
Only the nedarim that she made after the marriage. When he's made for the nedarim after the first stage of marriage, he's not doing it alone. He's doing it together with the father. If he's doing it together with the father, the father has the power and the rights over his daughter from the beginning, from birth. And therefore, he can be made for those nedarim even from before the marriage. So this itself proves to you that in the stage of Edison, it's the father together with the husband. So therefore, there's no question on, on, on the point of it that we're proving it from, the, from this Pasik. So the Kitzer comes out that you look in the Pasha, Pasha Smatos, you have the three stages in the Pasha there. The first Chalik of the Pasha talks about the father being made for the Nadarim when she's still living in his house. The second Chalik of the Pasha is talking about when she's already married, the first stage of marriage, Edison and the together, the father and the husband. And then when it says Beis Isha Nadarim, it's talking about full marriage, and that's only the husband alone that could be made for the Nadarim.